Hey everyone, welcome to Locked on Lakers for Friday. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky. It wasn't easy, Andy, but the Lakers got their first win of the season Thursday against Phoenix. We'll tell you how next. You are Locked on Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks to everybody for making Locked on Lakers your first listen of every day, Monday through Friday, no matter how or where you get your podcasts. Always free, never behind a paywall. Locked on Lakers on YouTube, Andy, where you can go hang out with over 21,000 subscribers to the channel, all of whom are relieved that the Lakers managed to pull out a win Thursday night against a shorthanded Phoenix Suns team in admirable fashion in the sense of good effort, Good grit, good determination, less admirable in the sense of great execution and dominant performances. But we'll break all of that down, Andy. Anthony Davis, a much better second half on Thursday than Tuesday. LeBron James uh, blows through his minutes limit. Christian Wood, um, huge down the stretch, um, figuratively and literally. Um, but this was a game, uh, first actually, let me tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Dave. Download Dave today at dave.com slash locked on NBA, and you can get up to $500 in five minutes uh, or less. No credit check, no late fees. That's Dave. Um, so this was a game, no Devin Booker, no Bradley Beal for the Laker, uh, for, for Phoenix. And the Lakers did manage to win 195, the final score, but they were down by 12 and needed a 28 to 11 final score a uh, fourth quarter to get to that final score so now that it's over andy your impressions i mean they they got better as the game went along in the sense that i think if nothing else they did a better job of doing some of the dirty work and some of just the determination factors that were going to be required to win yep. they began doing better work on the defensive glass as the game went along Christian Wood, who I know we're going to talk about, was huge along those lines. Hey, Christian Wood had a terrific game just mm -hmm. in general. Um, the offense never really clicked in this game, but I thought they did a better job as the game went along just moving the ball. A little bit. Just, I mean, relatively speaking, they did a better job moving it. I think certain guys have been better with it than others, and I think – you know, there are many factors that come with limiting slash tinkering with LeBron's minutes. But one of the things that I've noticed is the fewer minutes that he plays with the second unit because of this goal, the this is a group that is lacking ball movers. And you often see it a lot. Right? Like, I think Darwin is going to have to think about, and this isn't necessarily a discussion for this show. It's just something I think to be mindful of as you see the, the way the season progresses, progresses between, you know, Wood, Rui, even, you know, Jackson Hayes, even Gabe Vincent, who is much more of a score-first defensive point guard than a pass-first defensive point guard, you know, Cam Reddish. There, there's a lot of guys currently making up those minutes in the second unit that just frankly are not looking to pass. And you see that a lot. Yeah, uh, it's 
it, it's one of those things, like you know, LeBron, who ended up playing the entire fourth quarter, I guess, you know, and blew through that that you know, but it's still even with Blip, only played 35 minutes. It wasn't like it pushed him into you know 40, 41, 42. And that is a function of him playing fewer minutes as the game goes along. So there is something, I guess, to be said in terms of like if you need to go through what is a soft cap, as it was explained before the game. Uh, it's not a hard and fast minutes limit. It is a soft cap. They're trying to keep him between 28 and 32 or whatever it is. Uh, obviously, they decided it was worth it to go through that cap on Thursday. They're just it, they're in, they're really in an interesting place offensively where I, the, especially with LeBron playing less and an emphasis on, I think, trying to make his life a little bit easier when he does play, they're in this sort of in-between place where I feel like Austin Reeves isn't quite, you know, settled into what he's going to be doing. And, you know, do I distribute? Do I attack? What's going on? <clears throat> you know, and and other guys are like that. You know, Wood offensively, I think, is they're still figuring out, the, the, you know, the what are the best ways for us to find him shots without stopping the ball, without stopping movement. And, and then they just, you know, they need to get better performances out of guys like Rui Hachimura and, you know, the shooting on um, on Thursday was awful. The Lakers won this game shooting 5 of 29 from three-point range. Um, and when was the, la- when was the last three-pointer they made in this game? Um, it came in the fourth quarter. Reeves had one. Right, he had one. But there they, they, was a huge drought in between. So, like, they just – they weren't hitting any shots. Yeah. It, it just, it, I, they're in this this weird kind of in-between place. And I'll say, like, it is underwhelming to beat Phoenix on your floor, in your home opener, by five when they're not – you know, they're without both Booker and Beal. But the only thing that I would say is worse than, you know, scratching out a win is losing. <laughs> that would have been way worse. Yeah, I mean, f- I'd have to go back and look at some of the, mi- you know, like the way the minutes exactly shook out. Mm-hmm. But watching this game, you know, before we get into some of the particulars with LeBron, with AD, with Wood, with other guys, you'd mentioned Austin Reeves still looking like he's trying to find his way. He's off to a very slow start. I, I don't think he's played particularly well in either game. I, um, was, I thought I, he was better on Tuesday than he was tonight. I I I don't personally think he was very good in either game. But one of the things that I've been thinking about with Reeves is, again, this effort to, which I understand. I, I mean, the execution is going to take some, you know, work in the lab and some experimenting, push pull, whatever. But I understand the impetus and urgency to reduce LeBron's minutes. I've been screaming about this for years, so I am fully behind it. But I've been wondering, I I was wondering during this game, and I tweeted about this at Cam Brothers, if this tinkering with LeBron's minutes is affecting Reeves, like in terms of the minutes that they're apart, because the two of them played extremely well together. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean what I'm about to say is a slight against Reeves, because I think in those minutes together, Reeves brought plenty to the table. But with also with all due respect to Reeves, he likely suffers more from LeBron's absence than LeBron suffers yeah. from his. I mean, and and not because LeBron's carrying him, but because the overall organization of everything 
suffers without right LeBron. i mean and look and we're, we're not talking about like 25 so it's like these are minute or two segments at a time you know in the grand scheme of things and even when lebron's on the floor reeves hasn't played as 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 well as he needs to i don't think there's any question um and so yeah well you know this is stuff we'll, we'll keep getting into um but you know when you look at what the lakers stars were doing um, we spent all of the show basically Tuesday night uh, into Wednesday for Wednesday's show after the the uh, the Denver game talking about no second half points for Anthony Davis. Um, this was not a problem on Thursday. AD was great. 30 points, 12 rebounds, two assists, three steals, three blocks, uh, nine of 10 from the from the free throw line, including the uh, the free throws that iced it. Like, this is what people expect from and need from AD. Yeah, and this was the second half line for AD specifically. 19 points, 6 of 10 from the field, 7 of 7 at the line, 7 rebounds, 2 blocks, a steal. Um, I know there will be people who say, you know, it was against Yusef Nurkic, who he owns and was in foul trouble for a lot of this game, and you know, I know that Drew Eubanks is solid and you know valuable enough that Phoenix, you know, tampered to get him. They they mm -hmm. sacrificed a second round pick down the line because they wanted to make sure they had Drew Eubanks in the fold. So they're going to people who are going to say, "Show it to me against a full squad team." And fair enough. But AD was massive in this game. It was interesting. Afterwards, uh, LeBron was doing an on court interview uh, for TNT, and he was asked about the criticism of. Anthony Davis after the scoreless second half in game one in that loss. And he said, quote, we don't give a bleep about the criticism of AD. We don't care. Nothing bothers, nothing bothers us. He doesn't care. I don't know if guys have figured that out. AD does not care. He's not on social media, so he doesn't see that other crap. He rarely talks unless it's to us. So we don't give a bleep about it. And he definitely doesn't. He's going to do his job and we have to have AD. Um, another presence absolutely felt in this game was LeBron's. Uh, again, played the entire fourth quarter, um, blew through that soft cap, and the Lakers needed every uh, ounce of it. And um, it, was, it was just revealing of, of, of how this is going to play out and what potentially the Lakers are going to be trying to do. Uh, it was also potentially revealing of some weaknesses the Lakers have. We'll get to all that next. Locked on Lakers is brought to you by Dave, and finances can be really overwhelming. Lately, I've had some unexpected dental work that I've needed to take care of combined with some unexpected household expenses. And it's like, how do I handle this? And that's why you need Dave. Dave can make managing your money so much easier with an interest-free advance, fee-free goal tracking, and easy ways to find a side hustle to make more money. Dave is the banking app that's leveling the financial playing field. When you download Dave, you can get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees, advance the money you need with no interest, settle up later. You can even build credit when you settle up on time. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to make their finances easier. Download the Dave app today at dave.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's dave.com slash Locked on NBA, you can get up to $500, again, in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late. Download the Dave app now or go to dave.com slash locked on NBA. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Eligibility criteria and instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve, member FDIC.
Locked on Lakers also brought to you by Jace. You know, Andy and I, we are in Southern California, and there's always the the concern of earthquakes. We live in earthquake country. Maybe you live in Texas and you've got, you know, tornadoes or hurricanes in Florida. I mean, there's all wherever you live in the United States, there's something where there's an emergency, where you need medication, where your ability to access medication may not be instant like we're all used to and that's where you can get the jace case the jace case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics to treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections you can customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs jace is continually working to expand those medication offerings and one example ivermectin something that there's been a lot of demand and now that is an option with the jace case you can buy gift cards for your family or loved ones so they can get a jace case of their own go to jacemedical.com enter the code locked on at checkout for a 20 dollars discount on your order that's the promo code locked on at j-a-s-e medical.com lebron james andy uh was pretty clear felt that this game was one that needed to be won. Um, you know, if, if there is uh, some some upside to these shorter minutes earlier in the game, it does leave the Lakers with some flexibility into the fourth quarter, but they were down by 12. This was not the plan that they had in mind, um, and they, they left LeBron out on the floor because they needed every minute of LeBron James to win. Um, he was excellent, and the team was just significantly better when he played um this is a trend that has um been there since lebron got here that i think they're hoping to try to work past so they can get some of that consistency when he's not on the floor but as it was on tuesday when they won the lebron minutes and got just annihilated when he was off the floor they were way up in the lebron minutes on thursday and got beat up when he wasn't there yeah, I, some of this is obviously just a function of LeBron's greatness. And, you know, you are, generally speaking, always better when your best players are on the floor. And when right. they one of the for, for when KD, there was a strike, KD goes off the floor, they're, be, they're beating up on the Lakers. Lakers go on a 20 to five run. Like, oh, yeah, instantly. I oh, mean, yeah. I mean, it is to be expected that the Bookerless, Bealess, Suns, will not be able to do a damn thing without Durant on the floor. And you know what? Hypothesis turned out to be accurate. They mm -hmm. were pretty much lost without him there. You know, Durant Durant played one hell of yeah. a game. And I, I point this out just to, to reinforce your point that stars leaving the floor can make a big difference for any team. Yeah, Durant had 39 points, 14 of 28 from the field, 1 of 5 from the arc, 10 of 13 at the line. And... Honestly, a lot of Durant's looks I thought were pretty well contested. Like I don't think Durant had oh. many easy looks in this game at all. It's and just the Lakers only really slowed him down in the fourth quarter because they threw multiple bodies at him and just basically said, "You, Kevin Durant, are not going to beat us tonight without hitting some miraculous shots." I don't we don't know who those other people are, but if they happen to hit some shots, Go with God. It's not going to be you tonight, and it worked. Yeah, but like I was saying before, there, there. Some of this is the function of LeBron's greatness, and, you know, particularly when you're talking about greatness at you know LeBron's historic level. But also, too, 
so much of any offense with LeBron is heliocentric, and it becomes so difficult to replicate what he does and how things are supposed to function when he's not there. This is where the depth is supposed to make a difference. And, you know, the the Lakers, it's funny. Like, Gabe Vincent did some good things, um, but was 0 of 5 from three-point range. D'Angelo Russell, I thought, did some good things over the I course. D'Lo had a game. nice game, um, but one of seven from three-point range really hurts. Um, you know, he's six of sixteen overall, and one of seven from three. And like, he's supposed to take seven threes. Sure, he's got to make more than one of them. And you know, the the the, the off the functioning of the offense is it's just not going to be there when. They're five of twenty-nine from three-point range. So absolutely. I mean, so, but so, this isn't. It, but this isn't a one-off either. It's uh, sure. But I'm just saying, like, so it, it was. It's hard to completely tell. I think just on tonight because you know Torian Prince was over five. You know, um, on, on the floor didn't score a point. You know, the entire night. I, I think they have enough there to function effectively when LeBron doesn't play. They've got guys who can move the ball. They've got guys who can attack the basket and score and do things when LeBron's not there. They should be able to play better minutes when he's not on the floor. Um, and if they can't figure out how, it could be a well, bit of a, a longer season. Absolutely. But, I mean, this is like, also... I, just, I, I, is... I, I don't... I. I understand what you're saying, and I don't even think that you're necessarily wrong. I just don't know if I'm accepting that as the reason that they, you know, they have struggled through. I think it's games a without. I think it's a reason. I mean, it's a reason because it's been a reason for LeBron's entire career. I don't it's clearly. Think, I, I understand, but I don't think it should be. I don't think it should be. I, they are better equipped to handle that Absolutely. this year and and need to get better at it. Certainly, I mean, no. I'm not saying this is acceptable or something that they have to learn to live with. Clearly, it's not. Otherwise, why do you bother building this roster? I'm just saying it's not a problem that has been easily solved. It's probably a function in part of you know them still getting used to Gabe Vincent because he missed so sure. much of training camp. The, the lineup, LeBron, 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 LeBron playing sporadically up with different lineups. Yeah, I mean i I think I think Darwin's going to have to tinker with where some of the prime ball handlers on this team play and with whom and mix up some of this. Because again, like I said, some of the second unit, it's lacking for ball movement. It just is. And, it, you know, Gabe Vincent, if he's running the show, that's not really what he does as the primary guy in his career. Yeah, he's much he more do that there. Yeah, he's, he's much more of a score first guy. And I don't, I don't mean that as a dig on Vincent. I'm just saying... I think it's one of the things that they're going to have to figure out in terms of delegating where the minutes come and the floor combinations. Well, I mean, that's when people ask, it's one reason why, you know, Russell and Vincent play minutes together is in part to alleviate the problem we're talking about. And like they, they, they created decent, like D'Lo, even on Tuesday, there were a couple of, you know, breakdowns of, um, some of the, the shots that were created by Russell, who I thought was okay on Tuesday. I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was awful. But um, they, they are going to – they just have to – in the preseason, part of what made everything look so awesome was that they were making the shots from the perimeter that they missed 
on Thursday. True. Um, you know, when if you are say 10 for 29, which isn't great, but it's better than five, this whole game looks very different. Um, so we'll see what happens. And we see obviously the shooting's got to get better. And this does feel like a one-off. They're not a 18% shooting team. No, I mean, just um, the- but you you mentioned some of these lineups, Andy. Um, the one that got everybody's attention was one that you and I have been skeptical would be able to play effectively together. That was Christian Wood playing with LeBron and Anthony Davis. Lakers got a ton of mileage out of it on Thursday. Talk about Christian Wood's performance, and we'll tell you whether or not that kind of success can be replicated in more games. That's next. Locked on Lakers is brought to you by Prize Picks, the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stats projections and watch the winnings roll in. Prize Picks is the most fun you can have, winning up to 25 times your money this football season. There is an enormous selection of players and stats to choose from, and Prize Picks offers weekly promotions with big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday channel, you're in a LeBron, enjoy some tacos as prize picks discounts, select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. And with prize picks reboot policy, your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For foot, for NFL games and college football top 25 matchups, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half, doesn't return in the second, that player is rebooted. PricePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. Go to pricepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Against Again, pricepix.com slash LockedOnNBA. PricePix, daily fantasy sports made easy. So there was a moment, Andy, in the first half where I'm looking at him saying, huh, I think that's Christian Wood and LeBron James and Anthony Davis all out on the floor together. That kind of worked all right. And then, you know, they sub it out and and um, and it's over. But that that got my attention. And then obviously they leaned hard into that lineup down the stretch. That was what brought them home with that alignment on the floor. Um that is one that you and I have both been skeptical could work, you particularly because, broadly speaking, it makes LeBron a small forward and asks him to guard other small forwards. Why make you don't want to be doing that 25 minutes a night um, if, you know, if that's your starting unit together. Um, but it worked very well against the Suns. Um, what were you seeing out of that? Because I I liked what I saw, but I'm also a little bit skeptical. Well, first of all, just Christian Wood had a terrific game tonight, mm-hmm. period. And it, it, what in part made it terrific was it was a night where he really shined without scoring. He had just seven points, two of seven from the field, missed both of his attempts from behind the arc. You know, got almost half of his points at the line. Mm-hmm. So it was really a night where a shot wasn't falling. But he had 10 rebounds, eight on the defensive glass, and that was a big deal. Early in this game, the Lakers were getting crushed, giving up second-chance points, something we saw a lot against Denver in the first game. He had a really nice assist um, setting up AD at the rim. He didn't get credited for a block on KD down the stretch, but I thought he got a piece of, of a 
you know, this is a big moment when KD was trying to get the game within two, I believe. I thought Wood might have gotten a piece from behind, but either way, he and then you get into his defense. He was often on an island against Durant, and he played him really well. Like he his length clearly bothered Durant. He kept his feet going. You know, it was at a time where I think Durant was starting to wear down as it was, which right. made, and the Lakers, the Lakers threw a lot of bodies around. They, you know, they 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 like I said, they they doubled something they did pulled with 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 length. Um they, they know, did, but at the same AD time ended up on him too. It's like they threw a lot of looks and a lot of coverages at him, including Christian Wood. Yeah, I mean they they did. They definitely were throwing doubles at him, particularly down the stretch, but Wood also had him by himself at times and I thought handled it very credibly. I mean, this he was moving his feet well. He was clearly dialed into it. He talked after the game about Darwin saying to him, We need you in there for your rebounding. You know, I'm not worried about your shot falling. Like the things that Darwin has been stressing with Christian Wood mm-hmm. a lot, and the things that quite frankly, Christian Wood has not shown over his career the propensity to do on a regular basis, other than the rebounding. He's he's always been good on the glass. He's been good on the glass, but I but I but as a defensive rebounder, he's been really good. Right, but his whole career. But, but in terms of being a, a like just an impactful, um, you know, high high leverage kind of player, like that's just always been a knock on him. That whether you're talking about a right, the right defensive play, the right rebounding, the motor to go after, you know, the the fifty fifty ball or whatever it is, and you know, when you say what made Woods game good is that he he did stuff without scoring. That is the formula for him to be able to to find a role and play crunch time minutes on this team. Because if it comes down to the scoring like that, there's still an awkwardness there. They need to be able to find ways to make things work with him on the floor and utilize his the threat of Wood um, without stopping the ball, without you know, dumping it down to him in the post and suddenly people are standing around because you, as he's a talented player, you don't want to do that for Christian Wood. Yeah. I mean, um, it's, it's part of what I was talking about before. I just think the second unit has some things to work out yeah. period. So where, where I was, I was encouraged to see it because it's fun to see teams try something a little different and go big and see if we can make this size work. And you know, it does create a lot of different matchups and, issues and all that because wood and davis are fine together offensively because both of them you know anthony davis shooting the ball pretty well from three so far after two games both of them can move inside and outside they require you to cover each of them and then obviously lebron is lebron um where i wonder if this can work and i'm really curious to see how how darvin tries it again when he tries it again against which teams he tries it again because it worked in part i thought on thursday because the lakers could throw everything at kd and ignore everyone yes, else absolutely and so lebron didn't lebron didn't have any real defensive responsibilities there were no other players to you know uh, you know smaller players wing guys to 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 worry about on switches that could put Wood on an island or LeBron on I like whatever it might be. Phoenix didn't have those guys. And so the Lakers just tilted everything at, at KD. I want to see how this works against anyone else, <laughs> you know, basically. Yeah, I mean, yeah. A, a team, to put this in perspective, 
KD took more than a third of the Suns' shots in this game. They took 81 total shots. Durant had 28. Yeah, and that's I think not even Frank Vogel probably thought that was too few. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's and that's not even counting, you know, the the attempts that don't get recorded but put him to the line where he's fouled all that. I mean, it was keeping track of Kevin Durant and keeping track of Kevin Durant only. You know, the next two guys, Gordon and uh Eric Gordon and Jordan Goodwin together only had three more shots than Durant. Right. So and, and Gordon got off to a pretty hot start, was pretty quiet after that it's like this team offense so what does it look like against teams you know over the weekend against sacramento who have a much more uh you know a wider array of offensive options than than phoenix did on on thursday what does it look like against the suns when they can actually play their lineup i don't think the lakers can go to that again uh, against those types of teams but i think we're going to find out if you know, I, I think they're going to test it because if it, it's one of these deals where do you happen upon one of these lineups that creates so much other problems for the opponent that you can afford to maybe have some some shortcomings there? And um, I I'm curious to see how far Darwin pushes it. Yeah, I mean, I think you are correct that it, that the situation tonight. You know, both in terms of the need for more length, like the, they they wanted to put more length out there specifically to bother Durant mm-hmm. and have that optionality out there. For that matter, you know, uh, giving props, especially in terms of guys who there have been question marks about and, you know, defense has not been their forte. I thought Cam Reddish worked his ass off trying to defend Durant. And I thought he he made KD work. And there were a couple of times where he forced turnovers like he – you know he's not going to win that battle, <laughs> like no. not in a million years. No, but, I, I I think he's. But it was one of those things that where again you saw the efforting for length in this matchup. Like yeah. you saw where Vanderbilt was missed. In all honesty, Jared yeah, Vanderbilt was missed in this game I, a lot. I think there's something to be said for you know guys like Reddish, and you know the, the people who break down the tape can do it better than me. Like I, I just am still not super impressed. Um, but the F the, I liked that they had to grind out a win. Like they, they were throwing points up on the board in the preseason. Like just, it was like water. It was easy. It was just, you know, everything was flowing so nicely and it just hasn't, it, it certainly didn't on Thursday and only in scattered moments. Really. I thought on the opener on Tuesday, did they really look comfortable offensively? And so, you know, you're down by 12 in the fourth quarter and you say to yourselves, like, if we're going to win, we need to lock them up. Like, there cannot be mistakes in this fourth quarter. And for a while, the Lakers were having trouble. I think they were 4 of 15 at one point in the in the fourth, but they had gained ground because Phoenix had one field goal. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, the Suns score 11 points. The Lakers pull away. They get a win. And, you know, this game, as ugly as it was in the springtime when tiebreakers happen and all this other stuff, we could look back at this one and say, remember that game that they sort of raggedy game that they scratched out and, and stole when Beal and Booker didn't play? Well, guess what? Now they have they, they have a higher seed because of it. Like That is 100% possible based entirely on this game. 
That's why I said heading into it, it was must win. Like it's not literally must win when it's game two, but when you think about practical ramifications, how difficult the schedule is to begin and how difficult the conference is in terms of opportunity. Yeah, it's must win. I stand yep. by that. Uh, Lakers head to Sacramento for a game on Sunday night. Uh, and then return to the crypt for a game against Orlando on Monday. So back-to-back, first one of those of the year, but not a terribly taxing one from a travel standpoint, at least, so that's good. Locked on Lakers on YouTube is where you can go to see the show, hang out with upwards of 21,000-plus fans of the Lakers and of basketball and uh, great community that's building there. Leave questions, leave comments. We'd love to use them on the show. We will see everyone on Monday.